Hello, everybody. It's me, Trisha, coming to you all with a trigger warning. Today, Marina and I talk about our life update, and we talk about some pretty serious stuff, including mental health, relationship with food, relationship to weight. If any of that triggers you, we highly suggest you do not listen to this week's episode. We thank you and we love you guys for your support, but we care more about your mental health and where you are. And again, if any of these topics are going to trigger you today or leave you feeling uncomfortable, don't listen to our podcast. We have other episodes. There's other podcasts out there in the world that you can listen to. So thank you guys so much and uh, listen to us next week. Okay, goodbye and enjoy. Hello, everyone. Hey, everyone. What's up? Hi. Welcome back. It's Marina and Trisha. Figure it out with Marina and Trisha. <laughs> hey, that's an intro. <laughs> what a, yeah, no. I'm drinking coffee, you guys. Good <laughs> gulp. Mm, I hear my mother downstairs. If you hear somebody yelling, it's my mom. She's talking to my dog. Uh, what can I say? There's someone on my end. It's my sister talking to my dog. <laughs> Hashtag still live with our parents. Yes. Oh that, that's probably something we're going to be talking about today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we do our life update. So today we were going to talk about relationships because we both thought it would be really interesting I talk about platonic, like friendship and romantic relationships. Uh, I feel like we still need a little bit more time. We need to come up with like, better, like more questions. And sorry, my, I'm getting distracted. My mom's on the phone downstairs. <laughs> um, we need more. So we just need more time to like prepare and like come up with questions that's really gonna like give us like thought provoking conversations. I think especially, you know. Um, it's interesting how like now, especially with COVID, we're like talking about like friendship and what we expect out of friendships and normally you have that conversation with relationships, but I think it's also important as well. Anyway, that'll be at a later time, but Marina and I actually haven't spoken in about two weeks. We've both been away. Marina was on her vacation. She went to Joyzy. Joyzy. Well, like Hicksville, but yeah, <laughs> no one with accents there. It was nowhere near a city. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know any of that area. Um, and I went to Northern California. I was up in Fresno and then I was in San Francisco. So we, we've both been away. And today we thought it'd be a really good idea if we just did like a life update. Like, how are we feeling? What have we been up to? And I don't know, just talk about feelings. I feel like yeah <laughs> just starts bawling yeah, I just said just it's been really rough you guys no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys will probably be listening to this in like late November anyway so yeah that's true we'll already be refreshed and re- yeah already, yeah completely different yeah I'll probably already be a year older yeah so you will be I will definitely be a year older by the time you guys hear this it would have already been my birthday um so Scorpio season what was it y'all are crazy no we're not yes you are look at me (laughs) (laughs) look at me (laughs) I twitch (laughs) oh my god (laughs) you're not no I'm not I'm not to an extent I think I am crazy in some way well it also crazy is such an you know yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) Crazy is such an abstraction. You know, what is crazy? (laughs) What does that do? What does that mean to you? This is a serious question. What does that mean to you? What does crazy mean to me? Yeah. Like when, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I can be crazy sometimes too. What see, but like, what does that mean? It's like I don't know because there's. I think there's like different types where it's like the things you do. It's just sort of you know it's not logical. It's not. Like, it's not something that will get you something else, you know? I, I don't know. The, the way I can describe, okay, like a crazy girlfriend is when you're talking to somebody and they get a call on their phone and it's from that person that's two feet away, you know? Like, if I'm a crazy girlfriend, I'm going to call my boyfriend on the phone while I'm two feet away and he's talking to somebody else. It's time to go. So. That's crazy girlfriend. Okay. Okay. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give that. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Or like, um okay. This whole debate of like, can a guy like a girl's photos on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Hot take. I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. Like dead ass. I don't see what the big deal is. Okay. De- my my boyfriend and I, okay, we've openly talked about the few celebrities that we would give a green card to. You yeah. know, if I was ever in the room, you're gonna hate this. If I was ever in the room with Matthew McConaughey and 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 the my cards were on the table and that there was a chance for me to have an experience with Matthew McConaughey, I know that that could be my past. So, which would never happen in what way, but also. I don't know what Jinx said. Um, anyway. <laughs> but also, um, shut up. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> right. It's like, my birthday coming up soon. <laughs> you yeah. meet him at the bar? <laughs> First of all, why would he be there? <laughs> like, yeah, in LA. What if he's in LA? It's a hot bar. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, I don't see what the big deal is. This whole thing of, like, people saying, oh, you cannot, like, other people's social media is like it's kind of like that stupid thing of poking on facebook meant that you were into somebody like that was so dumb mm-hmm. like how does that constitute you know matt follows you know instagram models he follows like fitness models and he's shown me the ones that he thinks are really attractive and i'm just like sick i can't look like that just realistically i cannot be that slim nor that i want to be but sick and like vice versa Mm-hmm. I've never had the urge to check on his likes. It's so strange to me. It, I think your your relationship is very different. That's true. In the like, one word is trusting. Your your relationship is very trusting. So I feel like if these girls who are insecure about their man liking other women's photos, that's not a very trusting relationship. It's not a very secure relationship. You know, like it's a different dynamic. Very true, very true. And that scenario, then I asked myself, who is, who, my therapist said something really important to me, like a couple months ago, I was talking a lot about like myself in a relationship and my old patterns. Fun fact, everybody, you're going to hate me. I used to ghost. I was the ghoster. I was a pro ghoster 
mastered it down really well. I would try to date somebody. One thing would set me off and I would disappear. You'd never know from me. Anybody that's been ghosted by me, I am alive um, and I'm doing well. So sorry. But um, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Um, but I talked to my therapist about this, just, you know, trying to break patterns. I feel like I do this sometimes when like something really bad happens at work. I feel like I, I'm starting to, every time something annoys me at work, I immediately start to go look for another job. And it's not realistic because right now I'm in a position where I should be focusing on one thing at a time mm-hmm. versus when we were in undergrad and we were both focusing on a million things at the same time, you know, I think the world is telling me that it's okay for me to just work two small part-time jobs right now while I'm in school. So we kind of talked about how this was like rooted in relationships. And she asked me, had I done that before? And I said, yes. And some other insecurities that have nothing to do with how my partner and I are together. It's just my own insecurities, things that I still have to work through, like, like my physical, like how I look physically and like, I'm, you know, I'm self, I'm still really self-conscious and like, even though I'm working out and doing all these things, like, I don't really feel like I'm getting there yet, whatever. Um, and so my therapist said something really important. She asked me to really ask myself, what is it that is limiting me from trusting me? And I'm like, what do you mean by trusting me? She's like, what is limiting you from allowing yourself to have a healthy conversation with yourself where you guys can agree and trust one another that everything will be fine? And I was like, oh, why are you asking these kind of questions? Like, (laughs) it's my job. (laughs) In those kind of scenarios where it is how you said, like this insecurity of a relationship, like who are you not trusting? Are you not trusting Mm -hmm. your partner? Or are you not trusting yourself to have peace? Mm -hmm. You know, anyway, I love how we said, we're not talking about relationships. And then I know. Um, anyway whatever a sneak preview of what's to come folks but yeah but really today is kind of just like a little mini life update marina and i haven't talked much and um i don't know this is just this is going to be one of those days where you can unpack unpack with us journal do something whatever i don't know yeah i still have to journal i haven't done that in a while i have this aesthetic like this aesthetic idea of me like journaling on the plane on the go you know to to different places and all this other shit um and I did that but I hit turbulence and I kind of got a little nauseous and I was like oh main, we're not doing anything on the plane <laughs> main character kind of yeah main character you know what speaking of main character that's something I've been struggling with lately like the idea of being the main character in your own life because you know you see it all over social media yeah and it's like well fuck I feel like the frumpy best friend (laughs) a lot of the time it's like (laughs) it's like how do you how do you become the main character of your life it's just it's just a little I don't know I think I'm so comfortable in like my own I guess 
gunk, you know, that gunky feeling that you get where it's like, you can't, yeah, like I'm so comfortable in that because I'm so used to it. So having to like break out and talk to people, it's kind of just like, oh, I don't really want to do that. Like my sister said that my coworkers think I'm shy. Cause I don't, I don't talk to people at work, you know, like if I'm passing, I work at a restaurant, if I'm passing through the, on the floor, I'm just like, I'm looking down, not really saying hi to people. And it's like, well, I don't want to come off mean, but at the same time, like, I don't know them. I don't really like feel like I can contribute. Yeah. It's like, it's just weird. And they're like, your sister's shy, isn't she? And Melissa's like, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with her. I'm just like, fuck yeah. shit, I know. I don't know anything. Yeah, I just broke <laughs> out of my way. I've got these plates, hot plates. Hot plates, hot plates. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. I think, I think I started coming to the realization this year in particular of how much I've relied to be alone. I had this whole... I feel like I say this a lot to people that know me when I say like, oh, I don't really have friends anymore. You know, and I feel like I say that, like, I don't really have friends. I don't really have friends. I tell Matt this all the time. Like, man, I don't really have friends. You're my only friend. He's like, you literally have the twins and you have this person, this person. I'm like, okay, but I mean like somebody that I talk to consistently every single day. Well, well, like it's you. And so I think this year has kind of really taught me that it's me telling myself this rather than letting myself, which is why I started doing Bumble BFF, Mm -hmm. um, which I was really embarrassed about at the very beginning. I'm like, this is so embarrassing that I feel like I deadass can't make friends anywhere else, but a fucking app that was once a dating app. And now it's a networking app and a friend app. Like, oh my God. but it, it felt nice when I read other people's bios um, where they're just like, I too feel like my boyfriend is my only friend. Because in my bio, it's like, why are you using Bumble BFF? I'm like, because my boyfriend is the only person I talk to every single day. This is a crisis. Mm-hmm. And so many people that I, like so many girls, it's, it's mainly, I mainly match with girls. I don't want guy friends. Ugh, men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly girls, you know, they're, they'll, they'll message me and they're like me I too only feel like I talk to my boyfriend or I too only feel like I talk to my girlfriend and I'm I'm there I'm just like ah mm-hmm. there is there is other people in the world that are feeling this way it's not just me so I don't know I think that's kind of helped me push myself to be okay with meeting people I think my only thing that I still struggle with is like being friendly at the gym Mm. um (laughs) it's hard though because there's like a lot of creeps yeah yeah there's a lot of creeps yeah I don't don't know but that's the only place that I go socially uh, consistently where I feel like it would be appropriate for me to be a little bit more like, hey, how's it going? To like the people that watch me scan my card every single day. Okay, I, yeah. I really can't. I can't get myself to do that. I still, I still fucking pull the, oh, I'm getting an email. I must, you know, respond to my email while I'm walking out the door while they're like, have a great day. I'm like, yeah, you too. I'm just like, I'm so, yeah. I'm not busy. I'm yeah. shy. <laughs> I think that's where I'm struggling because it's like 
you know, you're trying to distract yourself so you don't have to face like people on the daily and it comes off as rude. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm trying to save myself, you know? I'm saving you from me. So hard. Yeah. There's this old lady at the gym and she's so sweet. She is so sweet and I am I am just a grinch. I am um, just a grouch. Oscar the grouch me. She knows everybody at the gym and everyone talks to her and they're so nice to her. And then she'll look at me and I'll just look at her and kind of turn away. I don't know what she wants from me. Yeah. I don't know. And it was it was weird because we were today, for instance, she was there and I was I was kind of at these like pulling racks. I'm I'm doing the motion as if people can figure out what I'm doing. I was at a machine, just a machine. I was <laughs> I was doing squats. It was a machine that helps with squats, whatever. She was on the other side doing another kind of like arm workout. And we kind of looked at each other and I kind of turned away as and then I went to an actual squat rack to to do like um calf raises and she started doing like some sit-ups on like the benches and she was right behind me and we kind of looked at each other for a while and I'm like what does she want from me Uh, and it's hard because if you smile through a mask can you really see is i don't know and then she ended up following me to like the little studio that um gyms will have like where classes happen um finish like some ab workouts and she was there working out as well and in my head i'm just like a coincidence or this old lady trying to follow me around or something and she has she has tried to talk to me before and it's not that i didn't want to talk to her it was just at the worst time when i was on the stairmaster huffing and puffing Mm -hmm. You know, and like today, another again, I was finishing my workout. I was doing some incline on the treadmill and this older woman next to me, I guess, couldn't figure out the screen. And she tried to get me to talk to her while I'm like inclining, like and I was like, what? Hello. And she's like, she was trying to talk to me in Spanish. I was like, I, don't, I can't hear you. Oh, my God. <laughs> She probably thought you didn't know Spanish. I do. It's just <laughs> right, like I do. But she got it. She got it. And she's like, oh, uh, never mind. Sorry. And then she just kind of kept looking at my screen to copy what I was doing. I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I'm I've been training for months to be able to get to this incline. Don't do that. Please, God, mm-hmm. no. I was I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I'm like, I, She's yeah. trying to figure out what's wrong with her too, probably. It's so weird how we like really affect the people around us. And it's like, uh. they don't care. People don't care about you. People just don't care. You know, that's care. another struggle. It's like, okay, I have like a lot of these moments on Twitter where I'm like, I'll, I'll type something up and send it and then delete it a couple of minutes after because it's like, and I think, you know, it is, it is an attention thing and me wanting it and whatever. But after a while, it's like it's, people 
just don't care. Like, and it's not, but it's not like a, a bad thing. Like, oh yeah, people just don't care about you or whatever. It's really just like, people are so, they're, they're concentrating on their, on their shit, you know? And it's like, how can they care about what you're going through? So, but that's what I'm struggling with. It's like, I too, with Twitter, especially I'm on that same boat where, and I feel, I don't know if you can relate to this, but this whole idea of like writing Twitter and being part of writing Twitter and like getting friends and making friends and, and retweeting each other and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm at a point right now where I'm kind of pissed off with this, with this idea that I thought of community and I'm going to, I'm going to make all these kind of acquaintances and I'm going to go to the readings and support them. And, you know, when it comes for me, like my time, I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I, I think that has definitely put kind of like there's a damper mood on myself as a writer, which is so weird. And it sucks to say that, the amount of following or the amount of attention my post gets when I tweet about a story that was just that I just got published doesn't get anything and it makes me feel like oh my god people don't like me as a writer or people don't like me ergo they don't like my writing Mm -hmm. and it's really dumb because what about the fucking writers like how many years ago that had no social media they were fine right they were more content with it's out there, you know, I mean, of course for them, Royal, if you're published with a book, you know, royalties speak and how many events you do, whatever. But, you know, we didn't have this social media where we're so obsessed with like numbers and analytics and seeing how we're trending, seeing how we're not trending. How do we make ourselves trending? Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I feel I feel weird. I feel really weird about it. There's a part of me that doesn't even want to like mention anymore when I get published just because I think like oh, this is stupid. No one's gonna see it because no one fucking cares about me. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with like where social media is actually really terrible on yeah. people in their 20s because well, high school kids too, because this is a time where we're trying to figure out who we are as people. And especially what we want to contribute to the world. Like, I feel like that's a big ass question that we're asking. Like, how am I supposed to, before I croak, <laughs> asking at like 25, before how I- am I supposed to matter? Yes. And it's like, yeah, you can't answer that when you don't matter on, when you have like a 100, uh, 100 count following on Twitter or Instagram or whatever the social yeah. media app is. It's like, you don't feel that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just kind of, it just comes down to that desire to matter, yeah. to be impactful, to, to do something. You know, I find myself looking at, at people on Instagram or even, you know, big Twitter, people with like big followings and I'm just like, damn, what the fuck did these people do to get all of these fucking followings? And why can't I do the same? It comes down to just, I'm not that person. Yeah. I don't want to make that kind of content. I'm, that's not my quote unquote personal brand. Um, so I don't know. It's weird. No, mm-hmm. the fact that we care so much about mattering and how we're going to make an impact on the world that it scares us from like taking the risk to do it. 
Yeah. It scares like, me so much. I don't really talk about like myself or like personal stuff. Like even with friends, like Javi was talking, this was years ago and he was talking to me. He was like, you know, I know that you're really like guarded and you don't really like open up and stuff, but like, I'm here for you, you know? And it's like, well, thank you. I don't know how, like I, how like I got this way, but when I'm, when I'm feeling like, Oh, hot takes is a very popular thing right now where people are like recording themselves on talking about whatever movie, whatever thing is going on and they're giving their two cents in. Right. Mm -hmm. If I try to record something like that, I watch it back and I feel really stupid for contributing because it just sounds dumb to me. And it's like, I don't, I don't know where that comes from, but it's like, I don't know. It's, but I also have the urge to do it because I see it all the time and I have an opinion, but my opinion doesn't matter. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. It's so hard to shake that. Mm -hmm. Right. I joined TikTok, which I said I wasn't going to do ever. Mainly because I love how to give, I, I love how to give like a justification as to why I did it. Mainly because <laughs> since I do content creation for my, one of my jobs, we're focusing on TikTok a lot. Well, bitch, I don't know how fucking TikTok works. I was off, I stayed out of TikTok for years until now. So I figured, okay, why not make my own account so that I learn how to do TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. And I do it, but now I'm kind of finding myself enjoying it. And I'm mad at myself for enjoying it because here is me feeling righteous and whole and mighty being mm-hmm. like talk is a waste of time. And right. quite frankly, I'm too old. I'm too old. Right. Cause it's not, it's not my age group. It's not my age group and it's so stupid and mm-hmm. everybody out there is so toxic and blah, 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 blah. I'm over here making a welcome to a day in my life and like study with me and that kind of bullshit. <laughs> and so point blank. What I'm trying to say is I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I am but isn't a- it like, it's so, I think it really surprises you when you start to do something that, you know, it's just fun as opposed to you trying to do it to gain a following or oh, yeah. have people see you. It's so it's weird and then like the yeah. whole the whole putting up a front thing about certain front about it having to be ashamed about it. it's like oh like me I, oh I'm only doing it because you know I had to learn how to do this for my job and blah, blah, blah. right I was telling one of my friends one of the only one out of the two friends that I have now made successfully on Bumble BFF no one's ever curious about that <laughs> um I met up with her this weekend and we went out to eat and she's like, I saw you have a TikTok now. And I'm just like, oh yeah, so embarrassing. Let's not talk about it. She's like, dude, I make TikToks on there too. It's like, it's just fun. She's like, it's stupid. It's fun. Yeah. (laughs) Like she works in a fucking lab with DNA, you know, like she's a scientist and she's like, it's just fun to do something Mm -hmm. like and I'm like it is really fun <laughs> it is really fun sometimes to just mm-hmm. make a stupid video and then just post it just to have it up there um I think that's something that I I feel like I always regret doing when I like I try so hard on my social media well 
I think I try really hard on my Instagram because on my Twitter, I think I've just let that go. Like I'll write anything stupid on my Twitter, which is not a smart idea because most of like literary magazines or literary journals will look at, will look you up on Twitter. So they're going to see me um, talking about how I heard a couple fight at a target and have good, like good morning. <laughs> right. Um, but on my Instagram, I feel like I put such a front Um I put like really cool pictures of places that I've been to. So people know that I go places and I have an interesting life and, and Mm -hmm. I post selfies so that I show people that I have really nice hair now, that I have pink hair, that something stupid or, or I post my art because I'm multi-talented now. Yeah. It's so stupid. I would love to post a dumb picture of me. Or like me, a picture of me mid sneeze with like a dumbass caption. And I can't get myself to do it. I think I take myself so seriously because in the back of my head, I'm thinking, what are what are people gonna see? What are brands gonna see? What are what are potential um, you know places that I could get published are gonna see? But I mean, I think any everybody wants to see a little bit of humanization in somebody. No. Yeah, I think it's like a lot has to do with it. Like, like who's watching? Yeah, you know, and you know, the hypothetical brands, the hypothetical whatever. It doesn't really, it doesn't really matter because they're not, they're not the ones who see your posts. You know, it's the friends, the used to be friends, the family, the people you don't really talk to anymore those are the people that see your Instagram. And I think for me, a lot of the times I'm just trying to, to prove to them that I'm doing, you know, that I'm living my life and I'm living this, this, yeah, this awesome life that for some of them are no longer a part of. <laughs> and it's kind of like, you know, you're kind of like sticking it to them, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, that's not, that's not you. But no. still you just trying too hard and yeah performance yeah. i had mm-hmm. a, um before we hopped on to zoom um i had this meeting with my thesis advisor because i'm writing a book and it's personal essays and funny enough one of the personal essays that i wrote is actually on kind of the thing that we're talking about right now um it was kind of making fun of myself on social media and like social media activism and you know like it's just poking fun at our generation it's a nice poking fun okay it's not it's not to say anything it's just to give us more realization like there's a lot of hypocritical things that we do on social media one of them Mm -hmm. being our portrayal and my thesis advisor made a really good point um she kind of mentioned how like this essay is kind of touching on um identity and performance identity and i loved that Mm -hmm. that kind of phrase performance identity that's what we do on social media it's not all the selfies you see on social media i'm gonna tell you right now it is a combination of really good lighting is a combination of dark room photo editing app with the preset that i have made on a filter so that it looks Mm -hmm. a little bit nice without being like too over the top also i had like hella grain on there to smooth out my skin like Mm -hmm. it's such a it's it's a fucking lie it's such a damn lie I get so many comments like your skin your skin I'm just like yeah because I made it that way Mm -hmm. hello 
who, why would I post my skin right at like post-workout or, you know, like after a long day? No, I'm going to do it in the morning when I just washed my face and like my pores haven't decided to come out today yet. Um, yeah. I'm performing my identity, but who am I really? That's a fantastic question. Right. It's a really complicated question. But, you know, I would, I just, I know, I want to give myself the ability to just be sillier on social media and just give myself this free range of to just do whatever Mm -hmm. um, and not really care so much. Because I, I, then I said this again, I really care about like what people are seeing. I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. I am a writer. And mm-hmm. I am published and I would like to continue to be published. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that um, potential literary magazines and journals look me up and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, she is. She's great. You know, she's she's just a person. I don't know what they get from my social media, except that I'm probably really vain because of all the selfies. So, you know, that says yeah. a lot. Too. But yeah, who am I really? That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of my posts on social media, which is why I think it's so easy for us to perform one part of our life, you know, because yeah. also too, there's just it's privacy. You can't post all of your life on social media. If you do, then you run the risk of never having privacy. Not that we have privacy anyway to begin with, because, you know, there's probably a chip in all of us. <laughs> I mean... There's probably a chip somewhere. They're yeah. probably our CIA, FBI, whoever agent is on Zoom with us right now, listening to our conversation, eating ramen noodles at their desk. <laughs> like, cubicle. Yeah, they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Steve, come here. They're talking about something really interesting. Love <laughs> these girls. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think it's interesting that you brought up like the filters and everything, the presets. For me, it's like, because I only have a couple of pictures on Instagram. That's be that's not because I want to like be private or whatever. It's because a lot of the times the pictures that I take I don't like, like whatsoever. The there's a picture on my Instagram of me standing in front of we were at Oogie Boogie the Disneyland Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Me standing in front of the Ferris wheel. I think it's an awful picture. I think it's t- I think it's terrible. I posted it anyway because Melissa liked it. And uh, one of our friends, Julia, was like, oh, yeah, she's killing it or whatever. And Javi was like, who is she? And I'm like, the fuck I know, <laughs> because it's, it's a know. whole picture. And like, I find myself get like, I didn't post Halloween pictures because I don't like any of those of because of, of how I look like in them. And it's like, well, why the fuck do you care, dude? Like, yeah, you're you're not the skinniest. You're not the most in shape. But I mean, it's it's just a picture and I get mad at Melissa sometimes and it's not her fault, but I'm like, sometimes when I don't like the picture, I'm like, she just sucks at taking pictures. And that's so mean. Like, dude, like, why are you, I don't know. There are some people that suck at taking pictures. Awful. But she's my sister, you know, it's like, (laughs) she's doing me a favor. She's taking pictures and it's like, I don't know. Well, at least she's not like my dad who literally will zoom into your face and then take a picture. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. He'll zoom into my face. It's just so horrible. But yes, I. It's just a picture, and I don't know why we stress about it. I stress about it so much. I 
and I called myself out on this essay too. Um, I don't do full body photos. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever really have done that on my social media. There is one on my Instagram. It's when I took a, it's a picture that Matt took of me when we were in Austin at the state Capitol, but it's like really far away too. Mm-hmm. I was like, go all the way back. I was like, right. down yeah. the steps, down the streets. In my head, I'm in my head right now with just like body wise. Okay. I think I get it from every direction. Um, I know I am not big. I know that. I I know that. Do I like the way that I look now? No, not really. I wish I was more toned out. I wish I, you know, fit into pants better, whatever. I know that I'm working on it. It's hard when you have comments coming from like every different angle. My parents drive me up the walls with reminding me that I'm quote unquote eating too much. And that's why I look the way I am. I'm just like, I'm lifting like a hundred pounds sometimes. I'm going to eat a lot more. It's just, it's just makes sense. Like I'm burning more energy. I need to eat more to make more energy, to burn more energy. It just, Mm -hmm. it just makes sense. But getting that from my parents constantly, getting it from my grandparents constantly. My mom's friend once saw me in a pair of gym shorts, a 4XL sweatshirt that I sleep with outside talking to somebody and she mentioned to my mom how I got really fat and I'm like I just woke up Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I just woken up hours ago it I'm in a sweatshirt that's obviously very too big for me like what's not clicking up in there you know that's so stupid um I recently went to the doctors and I put this on Twitter, you know, I think BMI is bullshit. Everybody knows that. And if you're so high my about BMI, fuck off. BMI is bullshit. Um, I'm over the BMI. Uh, um, like anybody that's going to be really thick is going to be over the BMI. Oh my God. God forbid. And my doctor spoke to me as if I was going to die. Hmm. You know, um, type two diabetes runs in my family. It runs, especially in the, and the women, uh, my mm-hmm. mom has type two diabetes. She got type two diabetes literally while she was pregnant with me. So since birth, I've always been tested for type two diabetes for me, it could be genetic. And I know that, and that scares me. Um, cause I see how much my mom suffers and I don't want to suffer like that. I want to have a healthy lifestyle, which is why I made a big change this year to be active, whatever. My doctor spoke to me about it and she was just like, you know, you, we really need you to lose the weight. We really need you, you know, to like be active. You have to watch what you eat. Like look at, you know, your family and you should feel, you know, you should, you should really, you know, basically tell me to step it up. And I have issues with my ankles, not because of my weight, because I used to be a dancer and I would fall on them so many times you know, the weight loss is going to definitely help your joints and yada, yada, yada. And you really need to cut things out of your diet. And, you know, you just have to really take this seriously. I'm like, I am, what is this D 
deal. Like, mm-hmm. it was so weird. And they had me do my blood sugar level. And it was literally, I shit you not, a tenth out of the normal range. I was literally a tenth out of the range. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I'm like, um, yeah, because I just had an anniversary and I ate so much good food. Right. <laughs> your A1C <laughs> measures three months worth of your blood sugar level. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, like, like two weeks ago, I fucking ate like crap and I had so much fun. Yeah, of course. It's going to be a little high. I just came yeah. back from my anniversary. Like, I was so stressed and I felt so disappointed in myself after that doctor's visit because I think that was just another hard blow at like diminishing the work that I know I've been doing and I see other people on social media like close close friends like friends I used to go with go to school Mm -hmm. with in like middle school and high school and they post their progress like they used to be like much bigger than than me and they post their progress like they're not afraid to show like where their stomach was and like how they look now and I'm just like this is so positive and yet like it just makes me so nervous so I think the only yeah the only full body that I have is Austin other than that it's all selfies because I tell myself when I get to that point where I want my body to look like, mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to just do like the sexiest picture right. on Instagram. I mean, like I've been hiding this for so long. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's dumb. It, it really is dumb. And I had a cool conversation with one of my new friends from Bumble BFF. This is not sponsored by Bumble BFF, by the way, <laughs> you know, if anybody wants to try it, um, I think it's worth it. But she is a personal trainer who's also now getting her um, nutritionist certification, something like that. And she was telling me how her mentor, who is also a personal trainer, actually uses cognitive behavioral therapy with their clients. And their clients are the people that really are over 300 pounds. Like they are severely like deemed, like they're causing themselves harm. Mm -hmm. And, you know. I was talking about this to her and I told her, I'm like, you know, my anxiety made me overeat a lot and da da da. She's like, I hate when people say overeat. She's like, because we have to really appreciate that we took the initiative to get up and nourish ourselves and, and we made ourselves feel better. She's like, granted, maybe it's not the best choice that we're eating junk food. Right. Like, but what is a problem in snacking if you're feeling anxious? She's like, food is supposed to make you feel good. That's duh. And I'm like, my relationship with food has just been so horrible too. So that's just kind of been like my feelings, especially recently, just like health wise, body image wise, kind of, I'm just trying to remove that negative thought you know thanksgiving is coming around the corner and i'm like am i gonna eat thanksgiving right like am i gonna enjoy thanksgiving like my birthday's coming up and you know i wanted to go i want to go eat out to eat with my family and i'm just like i better make sure that i get a salad it's like why like i hate that like why restrict myself you know um i think a lot of it is like because it's 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 weird because at the same time like when when I do get skinny those insecurities Mm -hmm. aren't just gonna go away because I'm now thinner you know and like I've been struggling with 
a lot of the same things. I've been chunky all my life. This is the biggest I've been um, because I'm older now and COVID, but I haven't been taking care of myself and I, I don't feel the, I think where I'm at right now is I've like succumbed to the, just the, the fuck it phrase, but at the same time, it does scare me because like, yeah, diabetes does run in my family um, on diabetes runs on my mom's side, high blood pressure and cholesterol runs on my dad's side. So it's like I'm fucked either way, but I'm trying to get that mentality like, you know, we're just going to take care of we're just going to take care of ourselves, you know, and then every time you look in the mirror and you pick apart your and you pick apart your body and your face and how chunky it is. And your ass, I hate my butt so much. And it's like, I don't know. I feel I feel annoyed that I hate my body so much. And then I'm angry at the people who are so confident in themselves because it's like, well, why can't I be like that? You know, like, I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how people can be so confident with themselves and I know there's a lot of behind the scenes going on that I don't understand, but it's like, well, what the fuck? I'm, I'm getting from social media that body positivity is, it's coming up, it's better. But on the other hand, I, I still get my dad asking me, right? So when are you going to start working out? Yeah. <laughs> I get the fuck. I get my dad pointing out, you eat too much. When literally I'm home alone almost every day, by the way. Yeah. Like I have to remind them, I'm like, if I go to the gym, it's because I'm eating like it's yes. I, I look at these people too. And again, you know, I, I am small. I'm five feet. First of all, I'm five feet and I have like a punch. Everybody has a fucking punch. Okay. Mm-hmm. COVID happened. We've been like in our house, in our homes for almost two years. I fucking learned how to bake And I'm really happy about that because the amount of times that I've wanted fresh brownies and now I can do that to myself. I'm fucking happy. Okay. So (laughs) fuck off. But I see these people on social media and, you know, like they're just body positivity plus size models. And I'm just like, yes, you fucking go. And then I turn around. I'm just like, You want me to wear a skin tight dress? Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's like you fucking do that. You own yourself. Yes. You, I won't. I will. I can't. But you go, girl. Yeah. I started noticing even too. Like I'll go shopping with with Matt, or I go shopping with you know another friend that I that I have. She's an old coworker of mine from when I used to work in retail. We'll go shopping, and you know she's fucking she's fucking tiny. I hate her. She's like so slim, but also like has a button. So it's fucking annoying. I hate her. I, hate her. I love her, but I hate her. Um, she picks out whatever, and I'm just here. La, la, la. Oh, another sweater. Oh, look at these mom jeans. Fuck jeans, leggings. <gasps> look at this. Look, look at this really oversized blouse. <laughs> and you know, she told me once oh, why don't you um, try on this dress? I'm like, I can't wear that. She's like, why can't you wear that? I'm like, no, it's, it's no, my stomach's not, no. I, you're going to see my stomach. I can't wear that. And so she kept suggesting things. I'm like, I can't wear that either. No, not can't wear yeah. that, wear that. And after a while, I think I just bothered the shit out of her. She looked at me 
and just said, stop doing that. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you can just clothes, like wear the clothes that you want to wear. Yeah. Um, and I was like, it's easy for you to say because you're following you're, like, you're small, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I can't. Like, I cannot get myself to look the way that I want to. Those the, the clothes that I wear right now, they're not the clothes that I want to wear. I want to mm-hmm. wear, I want to be, I, I fucking want to wear like leather pants and like the coolest top and all this shit. And I literally tell myself, but you can't, like not yet. That that is, I don't, I don't know where I got that from. I do know where they got the room because I'm insecure. Um, but <laughs> self-discovery, duh. Right. We but know I, all of this. We know all of this. It's just <laughs> then we just, we just keep doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I just say, not yet. Not yeah. yet. Because until I get to the day where I see myself in the mirror and I say, that's exactly it. That's how I want to look like. I will keep wearing the same clothes until I get to that point, which I don't, you know, I don't know when that that point is. When is that point? Mm -hmm. I think another thing that I'm really scared about is when I get to a point where externally the world is going to say, yes, you are slim, you're fit. And I'm going to be like, are you sure? Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I swear to God, if I end up being like that, I'm going to be pissed marina punch me in the face don't even slap me don't even tell punch me in the face give me a concussion so that i wake up and i forget (laughs) i think Mm -hmm. because a lot of it does have to do with the mental journey like that i follow this girl on tiktok who who is you know that's her thing she's she's going on this journey and she's like don't be fooled there were plenty of hard days like it's not an easy ride to to lose weight or to be healthy because a lot of it is mental shit that you have to go through it's figuring out that the world now accepts you because you're down 50 pounds or it's like you're you're trying to you're trying to deal with the okay well when is enough enough or Mm -hmm. when am I healthy enough when am I thin enough and it's like no one has any answers for that it's just when you feel like when you feel like you've gotten it when you've gotten it down but then you have to ask yourself like so when do I feel that? Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. With that same, with that friend who I told you that's a personal trainer, you know, she made a really good point too. She said, you know, like I work with people. Why she's like when I work out with people with my clients, um, you know, whenever I meet them new, I want to know like their mindset. I want to know why they're working out. She's like, majority of them are going to tell me that they want to lose weight, and I tell them that that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? And she's like, if you work out to want to lose weight, that's the only thing you're going to be fixated with. You're not going to want to learn form. You're not going to want to learn how to properly do something. She's like, and you're not doing it for yourself. She's like, you're not mm-hmm. doing it to feel good about, to feel good for an hour. You're not doing it to disconnect or, or be relaxing. You're doing this to force yourself to do something because someone told you to. And I was like, Lord, now I have my whole, the reason why I'm working out wrong too. Like, come on. And then it becomes an obsession because you don't see results as fast as you think they'd come. Yeah. So it's, it's like, now. like when you're talking about the shopping, the only time I ever felt truly confident in an outfit was Atmosphere 2018. 
because Joey picked it out for me. The disco. Oh, well, yeah. And because he said, because I got that validation yeah. from my friend that I looked good in this tight ass skirt. I wore a skirt. You were so cute. I fucking loved your outfit. I know. I, I fucking love that outfit. I don't have it now because there's no way it doesn't fit me. I gave it a Goodwill. I have the boots still, but <laughs> I loved that outfit so much. And I loved how I felt. I was on like that night. I... I, shit I grabbed the microphone from the DJ and I did the contest like you did. That's that true. was like that was me taking initiative it wasn't the plan for me to go up there but <laughs> I wouldn't I have had a couple of drinks but <laughs> besides that besides that besides that I had so much confidence and it, a lot of a lot of it had to do with the outfit that I was wearing yeah I didn't give a shit about my fupa or how I, how my thighs looked in the skirt or how tight it was and how short the shirt was because the shirt was fucking short and it's like I just didn't care and I want that back but it's gonna take a lot because I'm and I'm not shy about saying this I've never confessed it but I'm 5'3 and I'm 240 pounds I don't know when I'm gonna like you know get it down I've been thinking about you know working out and everything I think it's the realization that I have to come to terms with is that I'm not where I was before physical physical wise like physical capability wise because mm-hmm. like back when I was at Mount Sac I was working out with the volleyball team and I was still pretty slow back then, but I'm nowhere like, you know, your physical capability as you get bigger goes down your mobility and everything like that. So I think that's what I have to realize and like be OK with the fact that, you know, maybe I was looked over by like, you know, talking about um, romantic relationships. Maybe I was looked over because I was bigger. Is that my fault? No, because no. probably like, <laughs> you know, no, it's but, not at all. But yeah, I don't know. It's a lot, a lot to do with body image that I am just realizing yeah. now, I think. You know, I, so I'm on the same fucking boat. I, you know, it's interesting. Um, one of the many conversations that I have with my parents when they tell me you seem so much smaller back then. Um, I am five feet and 165 pounds right now. I was 175 like earlier this year. So that's progress. Mm-hmm. Five me. I don't see it, but you know, it's there. Yeah. It's numbers, it's metrics. Um, my parents talk about how I used to be so much smaller because I did used to be so much smaller, like two years ago, three years ago in 2018. No. Uh, I can't remember now. I was a sophomore. So not 2018. Because we were doing, no, 2017, 2017. I was a sophomore in um, undergrad and atmosphere was at this nightclub in Hollywood. And, you know, everybody had to come in club attire, like, you know, at that time, just to put it into perspective, at that time, I had, I had just broken up with my very ever first boyfriend, who was not that great to me. And that could be a whole other conversation because it's just Mm -hmm. very long and quite sad. And I don't want to get into that. We're already kind of getting into some heavy topics, whatever. 
he was not good. And um, I lost a lot of weight. There's a whole saying in like Spanish, like love makes you fat. Mm-hmm. When you get out of love, you lose all that fat. Well, I right. did. So atmospheres come in. I've always dressed in like really flowy dresses when I go out. So I didn't have that. So my friends and I went to Forever 21 and they picked out some dresses and I loved this like tube dress with on the side it, off the shoulder and the shoulders were actual like buckles. So they would buckle on your shoulder. It was really cute. It was a little silver and it went up above my knees and I came out and my friends were like, oh my God, this yeah. is it. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, god this really is it yeah whatever i still have that picture you know like i love i loved that era of me right mm-hmm. when i i let go of the really bad boyfriend i was having the time of my life blah, blah blah okay we get to 2018 um second semester of my sophomore year trisha fell into another relationship and then it blew up in her face this one much worse much 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 worse mm-hmm. um i went to therapy how to to do a lot. And so I lost weight again. This time I think it was, honestly, I don't think it was that healthy. Um, Honestly, that was when I was at my smallest, like my face was like sunken into Mm -hmm. my, you could see like the actual bones to my shoulders. You know, I was so small like my arms were just kind of like chicken bone like yeah it was really really small and you know I was really sad over this breakup not because I'm the of the breakup not because I didn't have this person in my life because they were horrible but because I let myself be with someone horrible again and I was feeling so bad about myself and you know I was just really sad so the only way I thought to get over to to take my mind off of things was go to the gym so I started going to the gym and I got so addicted to the gym I went every single day for like an hour and a half so naturally I'm going to lose weight like this because I'm going every single fucking day and I was eating like only salads and all like I wasn't eating enough so I got skinny really really quickly um but it was really sad. So it's funny looking back at those pictures. Those pictures are all gone, by the way, on my Instagram. I couldn't look at those pictures after a while because I'm like, I'm so sad in this point in my life. Like I'm, I'm crying every day. I'm in therapy. I feel horrible about myself. Like anybody can say, you know, um, wow, you looked so great in those pictures. And some people have like, oh my God, you looked so great. And I'll laugh and I'm like, I felt horrible in those pictures. Even uh, Matt has seen those pictures before. And Matt says, he's like, you look so sad. Yeah. You're like, you're too skinny. Like you, you don't look like yourself whatsoever. I had another friend see those pictures and she's like, this was during that breakup, right? And I'm like, how do you know? She's like, you it's not you it's it's not you you're so sad so you know having my parents bring up that point in my life I laugh because yeah I was so small I was so skinny I had lost so much weight but um I was really sad I I was down to like 110 
And I still wanted to keep going. Yeah. And now I'm just like, yo, I just want to be like at a nice 130. Like if I could mm-hmm. get a 130 or something like that, I'll be fine. Yeah. Like, I don't care how much I weigh. I just don't want to have a stomach anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't give a shit if I weigh, if I, I don't care if I weigh 165 pounds still, as long as like my stomach is flat enough where I can comfortably sit in high rise jeans, then I'm fine. Yeah. But like it, I, I think that has helped me in a way remind myself that right now I feel like I'm doing so much better mentally and I'm just, my life is just so much better and I'm taking the initiative again to work out and to, you know, just do something for myself. Like I can't linger on how I looked before because I was extremely sad and like not in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I don't know it sucks because like how do you get out of that yeah. you know you don't there's no answer for it because it's literally up to the person and like you mentioned the food thing this past not this past week recently because I work at a restaurant right and I brought home a piece of cheesecake and I I was just I don't know I've been feeling really bad lately. I'm going to try not to like cry. <laughs> no, um, bro. But fucking space. I know. Um, but I looked at the cheesecake and I was like, I'm just going to take my fork, get the big ass piece, shove it in my mouth and just like keep doing it to the entire cheesecake. And then I'm going to go to the restroom and shove my finger down my throat. And I was like, because like, that's the only way I'm going to lose weight. Right. <laughs> freaking just throwing it all up um and I'm if you know me anybody knows me I'm so scared of throwing up like I didn't like one time during the summer a couple years ago I didn't I didn't eat for a long time because every time I looked at food I was like you're gonna eat way too much and you're gonna get sick but I didn't because after a while I was like what like what the fuck are you like what are you doing dude you know um but I don't know I think a lot of why I'm upset right now is a lot of how I look and how I'm comparing myself to people and you know Melissa she's she's lost weight and she's she did a really good job at you know eating healthy calorie counts being like eating eating enough and eating healthy um and I think yeah she's she's thinner than me and one of the reasons why I hate being a twin sometimes is how we're compared to people. <laughs> and now I'm like, well, fuck. Now I'm I'm the fat twin, <laughs> um, which sucks because I don't want to compare myself to people, and I don't want I don't want that to be something that is like a hindrance on our relationship, you know? Because yeah. I can talk to her and. I can like, I don't know, the way the way we talk to people sometimes gets people like people get scared because we're so blunt and we and open with each other. And they're like, do you guys like hate each other? Or are you like fighting or whatever? I was like, no, I'm just telling her that she's acting like a bitch right now. And she does the same, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just been it's been a lot. And at the same time, I don't want to do anything about it. And like, that sucks, <laughs> you know, like, how can well, you be so hard on yourself yeah. and know what you need to do, but at the same time, 
there's there's no energy to do it and you're kind of like fighting with yourself and it's like it's kind of like doing it in spite um yeah in spite of yourself it's like well fuck it I'm not gonna like I know we need to do it but I'm not going to and that's somehow gonna prove something you know who wins that battle between well first of all thank you for sharing that because I can only imagine that's really hard for you to want to admit but I'm grateful that we're friends and that you trust me and you trust the podcast to say something like that so I love you and thank you for telling me that but I think it's so interesting you bring up your twin because fun fact I have a I have a sibling as well I have a sister my sister's fucking skinny tiny she's like five five she's skinny she's like a model she has a model body so that fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks because she's like 32 now and she still looks the fucking same. She yeah. has she has you gotten a little chunky? Yeah. And where has it gone? Her hips. So now she's <laughs> nice and curvy. So <laughs> she's nice and curvy now. And so getting that comparison to of like having my grandparents always say, like, oh, someone's a model, blah, blah, blah. They're just like, and if you just stopped eating so much, if you just you're just gaining so much weight. And I'm like, bro, she's so unhealthy. Like my fucking sister eats like garbage. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I'm and yeah, I find myself almost every day constantly worrying about what I eat. And I don't calorie count. I don't I can't calorie count to save my life, to be honest with you. I don't have the patience to do it, nor do I feel like for me, it's worth it just because like, I don't know. I can't do it. I've tried the diets. I have tried like when I was really, really skinny, I was eating only greens and yeah, I was eating only greens, but I lost a lot of my protein and I am kind of anemic. So that wasn't even a good idea. I tried keto and that didn't fill me up at all so I found myself eating way more than I normally would because I was so hungry because I didn't have any carbs um and like I'm slowly not to say that I feel like I have made it to a good point but I'm slowly being kinder to myself and telling myself like you need carbs bro like everybody needs carbs I don't need to eat a fucking biscotti covered in chocolate right but I could have my vegetables or I could have a piece of sourdough or like whole wheat or brown rice. If I need to eat rice or something dumb, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, and I think for me, it's also just been that I've been eating out a lot. So easy. Yeah. I'm here on my house every single damn day. Cause that's where I work. And sometimes I don't want to cook. So I'll order Uber eats and Dave's hot chicken is so good. <laughs> good you yeah. can't and they have the combo thing where you can order like a chicken tender and then a slider and then it's like 13 dollars, and it's just it's easy it, yeah. i can work and then you know but with that with the fucking doctor man it, it just fucked me up for like a whole day i i was crying. i was crying at a burger king because my parents I, my my dad dropped me off because my dad had to work at a hospital nearby so mm-hmm. and my mom came with me because she got her flu shot and she had lab results to do anyway so i'm crying at a burger king trying not to enjoy my crispy chicken sandwich that burger yeah. king with, which is really good by the way if anybody's curious about it <laughs> 
but I'm crying at this Burger King because I was just so upset with myself that I, I, you know, like, oh, oh, you know, like, fuck, I'm going to end up just like every woman in my family and I'm going to be so unhealthy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to have all these issues. And it's like looking right in a mirror. I was so sad and mad. I, I told my mom, I'm like, I think right now I'm just really like mad at myself that I let myself yeah. Point. What point? Mm-hmm. So I was like a tenth away from the normal range. That is already for them, quote unquote, pre-diabetic. My mom is just like, I wish I was at that number every day. Um, you know, and like, okay, I'm at 165 pounds, but I know I lost weight. I see it and I feel it in my clothes. And sometimes I get that hint of confidence when I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I remember when these pants used to be so much tighter and now it feels just easy. Oh, but it's, it's like these external things that remove my joy of how much I've been working. Yeah. It's also not to say that I'm going like every single day and I'm fucking killing it. I get lazy and I'm also a morning person. So I go at six in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. six, seven in the morning. I sleep in. Sometimes I don't want to work out. I don't work out sometimes during my period because I just won't be like doing it. But yeah. whatever. It's just, yeah. I so think it's just finding that balance of, of, yeah, like you don't have to go to the gym every day. If you don't feel like it, feel like taking a day off, that's fine. You, you know, try again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's like, this shouldn't be like this obsession, you know, of like <laughs> having to go to the gym every day, having to, the, I think, cause I think when you put that having to into it, it makes it, it just doesn't to go. Yeah. So that got, that got heavy. <laughs> oh, that got heavy, you guys. <laughs> no, I mean, sorry. <laughs> sorry, but this is, I mean, this is stuff that's been bothering me for, you know, the past couple of weeks or yeah. Yeah. it's weird too because you you so how you mentioned that you feel like you just feel like you don't want to do anything mm-hmm. honestly I think you have to be in the right mind space to be right. with to start making those changes you know I think you're in a right mind space right now where you know what you have to do mm-hmm. and you're admitting it to yourself and you're saying it out loud and then little by little you'll say okay so what can I do what right. can I what can my body withstand what can I da, 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 da. like I'm getting to a point right now at the gym where you know I have to be realistic I have really bad ankles mm-hmm. are squats the best thing for my ankles probably not mm-hmm. probably not and so you know there's the whole st- I think what it is too is that stupid the stupid trend of like of like gym influencers where all of them look the same first of all all of them have gotten a bbl Mm -hmm. there's only a couple that i do believe have not gotten a bbl but because they've literally shown themselves so unfit like five years ago and how they look now but most of your gym influencers if they're not that candid they probably got a bbl or they're just really private i don't know Mm -hmm. this whole craze of like being slim, thick and having a huge butt and blah, blah, blah. I try to look for workouts and it's just how to build your booty, how to build your booty. I'm like, can we just calm down for one second? Can we just learn the basics first? Right. What can I do at the gym every day that is working my different muscles? You know, like, can we just calm down with that shit mm-hmm. like for once? You know, like, 
I want to learn how to do right at the gym. I use this app called Fit Plan, and for a while I used to use this um, this one gym influencer, but I really like her. She had breast cancer like five years ago. She beat it, but she was so underweight. Mm-hmm. She, you know, from all of her chemotherapy, and she just started documenting her journey. She just started learning how to do the gym herself. And now she's like really fit. She's like big butt, thick thighs, whatever. And I used her workouts because to me, to me, it was just like, she is so candid. And this was her five years ago. And this is her now. It took five years for her to look like this now. You know, like that, that means something to me. That means something knowing that I'm doing workouts from somebody who has experienced that period of time where they didn't like the way that they looked and they were really insecure and they built themselves up. Um, It's kind of hard to find her now because she has her own app and I already paid for the year for the (laughs) Um, but I found this other girl too, who is really realistic. And what I love about her is that she just teaches you form Mm. and, you know, she, she kind of guides you through how your form should be, what you should be feeling, where, um, Mm. like where to place your ankles and like, it's, it's really cool. But that's something that I've also been upset about too, is that going to the gym is also so hard because what the what do you do? Like, right. what, what do you do? I don't know. My gym offers like classes too. And I want to take those. I'm kind of shy. I'm kind of scared because I am shy. Like yeah. there's, a, there's like a soul cycle and like there's music and like, you know, it's supposed to be really fun and energetic. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Right. It's like, but I'm scared. <laughs> um, and there's uh there's kickboxing, there's like body conditioning, so like using weights and stuff. And I'm like, that'd be so cool, but I think kickboxing would be really fun. We don't have to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> Could you do Zumba? I'm like, I love Zumba. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody there, so it's you yeah. know <laughs> So that's kind of been bothering me in terms of like just mental, emotional health. But I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I think I also started thinking about this recently, like a couple of days ago, too, because of my birthday and what I'm going to wear. And I'm like, here I go again. I'm going to wear a a loose fitting dress. And, you know, obviously it's not going to look good on me because I buy it a size too big because mm-hmm. I'm not that size anymore and I know that but I still wear it that size because it's comfortable yeah so. well <laughs> can you hear that in the back yeah. <laughs> my neighbor my window's open <laughs> okay i was like who is that <laughs> this is all like your parents <laughs> no, that's my, my window that's my mom if you can hear her everybody welcome to, shout out to my mom everybody for birth me yo <laughs> <laughs> um on a much lighter note i feel like do you do you have should we move on from this because yes. okay <laughs> I think we just, 
sorry everybody i think i'm gonna put a little disclaimer in the beginning of this episode too just like yeah. my body issues and um you know um yeah. but on a lighter note i just like to announce to everybody that I, it's now officially two years that i've been with my boyfriend <laughs> when you were when, when you were talking about how matt realized recognized that you were so sad in that picture i'm like oh, i just love him <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, it's, so it's been two years. I love how this could make me cry. I'm not putting myself down or not anything, you know, this can make me cry. Again, like I mentioned before, I had two really bad relationships and I don't know, it made me really scared to like want to put myself out there, which was why yeah. I, I didn't seriously date for for like a year and a half or something. Um, and yeah, I like I, I I had to be the one to leave. You couldn't leave me. I was the one that left you. I got dumped by my last boyfriend, which pisses me off till this day because he was so horrible and he, you know, whatever. Anyway, it's fine. Um, But after that, I was like, it just mentally, I was like, no, I leave when I want to. Like, (laughs) this is so bad. This was my thought process. You don't mean anything to me. I'm choosing to spend my time with you because I'm bored or I just, I just want to see how far this goes. Mm -hmm. You don't mean anything to me. I will leave whenever I want to. And that's it. So it kind of backfired a couple of times because there were some really nice men that I would meet that maybe actually really did care. But for me, it was either you tell me that you want a serious relationship or nothing. Yeah. it was all or nothing. Like I give you, here we go with this siren, everybody. I'm really sorry. I live in LA. So. Wait for that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> it's a very stereotypical. <laughs> only in LA. No, really. Yeah. Ass only in LA. You don't hear anything in Marina's side. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, that was my mentality. I had to be the one to leave because I was the one in charge. I was the one without the feelings and I was the one that didn't care. So I get to pick and choose when I get to, when I stay and when I leave and you get nothing because you mean nothing. (laughs) So here I am now, like, yeah, two years later, it's been two years since I've been with my boyfriend. Not only has this been the longest relationship I've ever been in, because my longest was a year and like a couple months before I decided I didn't want to be with them anymore. Um, I just feel like really at peace. Mm-hmm. It's kind of alarming because yeah. I had to worry about my partner so much. You know, I was always, I was the mother. Freudian theory was real in my last relationship. I was the mother. I had to take care of them. I did everything. I was the one that grew up really quickly and kept the, kept them alive, basically. Like, that sounds like an over-exaggeration, and it's really not. I did a lot yeah. for these people. Like, I got them into school. I got them jobs. I, you know, I gave them money. Like, I bought them groceries. I paid for their bills. Like, yeah, I was, I was their mother. <sighs> so how freeing is it to have somebody who has their own life? who just lives their own life mm-hmm. and lets me live my own life and I can be independent and I can 
be alone sometimes so like in respect me as a person <sighs> yeah it's really nice <laughs> um i just do this now i don't know i got more emotional now that i'm in a relationship it's just really nice it's nice to feel just like genuine 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 love um yeah it was just it's been it was hard it was hard 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 being in like two relationships that i did everything and i still was always the one getting treated like shit so what a nice turn of events for me to just be with someone who like really cares and and i think i think couples are so i wouldn't say afraid but but something that i think we've all stereotypically thought of relationships as you have to be together 24 7 mm -hmm. you have to feel the butterflies all the time if the puppy dog phase ends it's because you guys don't love each other or you guys right. it's over blah 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 and i felt i went into this relationship feeling the same way like having all these pre-existing rules that you know that you, you you are taught you see on tv you see in movies you hear people talk about it, and it's it's really not true it's you know like how do you know when you find a good partner for me it's being able to do this <laughs> with Maria, yeah. and i don't have to tell him when I'm done, I don't have to report to my boyfriend, right? Mm -hmm. I live my own life. As partners, we both live our own lives and then we come together and we share it. Right now he lives in a different city, three hours away from me. Um, and that's kind of how we are right now. And I get a lot of people asking me, how do you guys do it? How do you do it? I'm like, it's kind of easy. <laughs> like yeah. if it was in another country, it'd be really hard. And I don't know, I'd, I'd probably be, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to function well, but. But that would be because of the distance, not because be of the, the type of relationship you have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wouldn't be this dependency or whatever, mm. you know, like partners, you, your partners, you know, you share a life together, you share things together but you're also an individual. Mm -hmm. I think that was something that, that like I said, tripped me up about healthy relationships is having your own individual self outside of a relationship. Because again, I was so used to being the girlfriend, the girlfriend. Yeah. And I'm Trisha and I'm also a girlfriend, not the girlfriend, I'm a girlfriend. I have yeah. my partner, but I come first. My individuality, my identity, who I am as a person, alone comes first um which i think has just been kind of like such a great gift to learn and to have in my life um and it's also really nice to have a boyfriend <laughs> but um yeah i don't know i just i love him a lot i think our little vacation together when with our two years like two weeks ago it kind of gave us a glimpse of like how we want to spend our life together i know stop it because i'm not gonna <laughs> I'm so excited for them to get married, you guys. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it was... Not that anyone's near, like, not that anyone is ready for marriage, but no. financially. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we are looking to the future. <laughs> it was so, you know, it was really nice. We were just alone walking around together and, like, experiencing stuff. And 
oh, it was always just a nice dream that I had. I'm like, I'd love to travel with my boyfriend. I'd love to like see new things with my boyfriend. And, you know, on that trip, we talked about like, hey, we could probably live in this city. We could probably live here. What's the rent like here? Let me check the rent. Let's look at the neighborhoods. And I was like, wow, like this is going to be like, it's going to be the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just feels really great i'm very grateful that's all i have to say is that i'm very grateful um and um what a huge relief <laughs> to have had such a not a great time and then have a period to like find myself which i'm also really grateful for but i feel like i'm just so calm now and i think not that i think a relationship will help anybody mentally but i think being in this relationship has also really taught me that like I matter as a person alone you know Mm -hmm. and like I need to do things for myself for my own enjoyment for my own pleasure for my own just like survival Um, and yeah so uh mm, yeah I love it. Yeah. Anytime I talk about my, I feel like I always cry. <laughs> yeah. Tears of joy, everybody. It's not, it's not anything else. It's tears of joy. If you knew anybody, anybody personally knows, but if you really knew what I went through, you'd understand why I cry. <laughs> so a yeah. relief. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. It, it, it's, it's just interesting. Relationships are so interesting. Um, I'm discovering more and more how much I hate these stereotypes of like fairy tale relationships, butterflies and, and all that stuff. I heard somewhere, I probably on TikTok, to be honest. Um, someone mentioned how some celebrity said like that their mother told them that if you feel butterflies constantly with your partner, it's not a feeling of, um, it's not a feeling of love. It's a feeling of pressure to continuously feel strongly for your partner or something like that. It was like the butterflies aren't love. It's anxiety. It's pressure. It's um, insecurity to like mm. continuously do things to 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 impress your partner to make them stay da, 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 da. like if you're feeling butterflies with this person it's not because you love them it's because you are scared of losing this moment Ooh, that's projection I was like, like, um, what the? yeah yeah what a profo- what a profound thing on tiktok <laughs> yeah, i'm sorry but that mother was projecting on you yeah <laughs> like I don't know. I think that's what I love about you and Matt so much is that you guys are still like really goofy. Like you can be goofy with each other. Yeah. But you can also be serious and you can also like, like there's no apprehension talking about the future or anything like that. You know, it's like, I don't know. I've seen enough relationships where it's like, oh, I don't know if blah, blah, blah. Like, like why say that? You know what? Why continue to be with somebody if that was said you know what I mean like I think I said it like way too early to be honest with you Mm. Um, like a couple months into Matt and I being together I was in Fresno I think it was like right before Christmas um or no no right before like last like some sometime around last year he was driving me back home and I looked at him and I'm like I don't want you to be scared or anything and this isn't me like saying anything just to say it but I feel like I'm going to end up marrying you. Mm-hmm. We're even a year in, by the way. So 
but you were confident enough to say that I was and it wasn't going to scare him like you 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 buffered with the I don't want this to scare you but I yeah, think I because you were able to say it he wasn't going to you know you weren't going to spook him no well, I didn't know that I was, I yeah. was <laughs> could you he pulls over he's like uh actually that, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but um there's so much hesitation there's so much hesitation now do I do I personally agree with getting married like after three months of dating no it's not for me Mm-hmm. some people have done it and it's worked out for like 50 plus years good on you it's not for me not for me love can't do that but there's so much hesitation about talking about the future and like ah, if you date somebody you're 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 gonna date seriously if you seriously date somebody somewhere down the line there is gonna be a future with that person like where is it going if you're you know or there's those people you know um there's just some people like yeah let's see where this goes yeah i think you need to talk to them about that right yeah me as a person if i date you seriously it's to see if you're gonna end up being my potential life partner Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if you're going to be a good dad. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like, I think that's what I never under, I never really understood about like dating is like, what are you dating around for? If not to find a life partner, like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've never actually like had that period in my life where I'm just dating and meeting people. That gives me a lot of anxiety. Like what the fuck? Um, but I don't know how I'm going to find somebody. Um, <laughs> but it's like I don't know for me if something is going to if I'm going to make an effort that means it's going to be towards something so it's like I don't know working towards something yeah I mean and listen this is coming from somebody that dating around like you know it's like not gonna lie at that point in time I think I was dating just to like meet people and like learn myself in like just like dating and I just wanted to meet people yeah just, just wanted to meet people. and if we kiss oh my god <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah oh interesting <laughs> if something were happening oh wow okay <laughs> nice story but um after that I really was just like you know like yeah I want something serious you know I want I I want to find this person that I want to potentially hopefully spend the rest of my life with. And yeah, I've heard so many, I've heard so many people like say, oh yeah, like let's see where this goes. Like, yeah, like we're together. Let's see how long this lasts. <laughs> it's like, why are you so scared to admit that you want this to last? Right. It's okay. You know, yeah. that's perfectly fine. And if you break up, you break up. I was so convinced I was going to be with my very first boyfriend forever. We were talking about moving in and all the stuff. And, and I, and I left because I knew it wasn't a good relationship for me. And I, I decided to leave and I told them, I broke with them and, and I moved on. There's, it's so weird, you know, like, I don't think there should be any constraint. Like after a couple months, if you really feel strong or to be like, yeah, I, I see us going somewhere really seriously. Then just say it. It's nice. Yeah. It's reassuring the other person like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're on the same border. 
actually, maybe I don't feel that way. And that's a, and that's a conversation to be had. And it's saving you a lot of trouble from finding out many months later that they mm-hmm. didn't, wait, whatever. But it's so weird. It's just so weird hesitation. I don't know what it is with us. It's like, we're scared. We're scared to feel, feel yeah. everything, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's one thing we can take from today's podcast, it's just feel, feel everything. Feel it's everything. scary as hell. But Marina was there the entire time. I was fucking scared every single time after hanging out with Matt before we started like we're seriously dating. I'm just like, you guys think he likes me? And you're just like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, you spend time with him. (laughs) Yeah. I was fucking scared. Things the things that make us the most uncomfortable are the most rewarding. Yeah. Well, in some cases. (laughs) Like if other like if I don't know if you're watching a scary movie and like gore makes you uncomfortable, that's a reason, right? Don't do it. <laughs> but you know, feelings are supposed to be uncomfortable. That's why we feel them. That's why mm-hmm. we engage with them. That's why we, you know, learn from them because it is such an unfamiliar. It's I feel like we're just limiting ourselves. And that's yeah. for everything. That's I don't know. That's another thing I've been thinking about. How we limit ourselves. And that's <sighs> yeah. I feel like well I mean limiting on the subject of limiting ourselves like a lot of the I think a lot of it has to do with like apprehension apprehension Mm -hmm. and like that question of like oh what if it's not successful what if I do suck or what if it's like you know um but it's so freeing once you decide to like you know just fuck it let go and because like I mean I've made decisions to just like you know feel all the feelings and you know if I'm if I'm gonna write I'm just gonna write or if I'm going to um pursue pursue whatever I'm just gonna do it you know I've it sometimes I'll backtrack and you know the the walls will come up or the insecurities will come back but once you make that decision it's like I don't know like you feel like that physical weight lift it off of your chest yeah 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 I'm learning that right now with my own writing too um thesis is changing me as a writer which is what I wanted which is why I went to grad school which is why Mm -hmm. I continue to write every day um but there's a it's free knowing that I'm giving myself the permission Aha, that is something, that is something to note. Giving yourself the permission to be free. Yeah. Um, You know, I feel like I've niched myself into like this little corner of writing. Mm -hmm. Um, And with this book that I'm doing, it's freeing myself to the opportunity of being something more, you know, still writing the same things that I want to write about, but just elevated grown up just very changed Mm -hmm. um so uncomfortable that I could write something like that but it's that's just me that's always been in me and maybe I just haven't always wanted to write that way and now I am because I'm allowing myself to just let go um 
I feel like a lot of our conversation today is that that's a simple solution. We just have to let ourselves go, just yeah. go of a lot of things, whether it is this performance identity on social media or, you know, our really deep insecurities that we're currently having with the way that we look and the way that we just are. It's mm-hmm. giving ourselves the permission to let go and just enjoy who we are as a person and what we're doing. And, you know, I think it's also really difficult for people that are just more creative that are in the creative field because like we're learning about ourselves as creatives. Other people are watching us become creatives. Yeah. The creatives are watching these new creatives. So it's so much like weird pressure that we have from like different places, you know, like family values and the idea of like, well, you decided to be this major. So you figure Mm -hmm. out what you're supposed to do. Other writers or other creatives are just like, oh yeah, by my age, by your age, I was already doing this, this and this. And then there's people in our own level that are, it's it's competition. They're trying to compete. trying to get the most they're trying to get the most awards and all this stuff and it's so hard to not feel that pressure that like when do you let go I have really no idea I guess that you know you the first thing you have to do is just feel confident in yourself Mm -hmm. to then let go like embracing that that uncomfortable feeling you know because like okay for this this one class that I'm taking right now is fiction I've never fucking written fiction before you know I come from screenwriting and I'm like what um prose ew (laughs) but uh my professor the way he structured the class was like we do chapter we do novel chapters because we're writing a novel we do novel chapters and then we also do like these creative assignments Mm -hmm. I found myself liking to write the creative assignments because he gives us prompts. I feel like that's more freeing than the novel because it's like it's like two two writers writing them. One is, you know, just going with the flow, writing what she thinks is like some stupid shit about like this prompt. And then this other is like trying to construct a novel and trying to be right all the time and trying to like get it on the first shot. My novel assignments suffer and he likes my creative assignments and I'm like oh well what's like like this is the creative assignment something I would never write in my life last time I wrote in a male's perspective I'm like what the fuck um but but yeah it's like well maybe you don't have to be right all the time maybe mm-hmm. you can just be figuring it out so uh, and that and you know control oh, issues I can't do that <laughs> what a plug first of all maybe you can't just figuring it out you right you that? <laughs> oh god i'm sick <laughs> that was, you know, that's what i was like <laughs> yeah yes i absolutely i absolutely feel you a hundred percent it's hard it's hard being in a major slash profession that there's no right answer to mm-hmm. you know like I remember my, my very first year of grad school, I was like, am I doing this right? And that same professor that you're taking, he's like, what does that even mean? Right. Everything is right. He's like, because everybody's so different. Every writing is so different. Writing is right because it exists. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, yeah, my mind, my mind. 
but then we can take that and put it into anything. Like, how do, how do I know that I'm doing things right? How do I know I'm doing life right? Cause mm-hmm. you're just doing life. Yeah. Like, that was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this has been a very constructive and exhausting conversation. conversation. <laughs> well, you know, folks, I did say that today we were unpacking in the very beginning. I yeah. did say that we're we're just, but you know, I think it's good. I think I think we need these kind of podcasts. We're like, we are two human people, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? We're human people. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> is one of us a lizard person and that's the day we're gonna find no out. there's episode in loki where he was like if the robots get if the robots like walk through here then they get like incinerated or whatever and it's like oh and he was freaking out because he thought he was a robot or he didn't know because the only way you'll know is if you get incinerated <laughs> i think i'm a i think i'm not a robot but i don't know Wait, oh my no, God. this is all blood and uh, blood bones and flesh ladies blood, and gentlemen blood bones and flesh damn what a song that's a kick-ass punk song right there yeah the title for next novel coming soon (laughs) did you that could be a really good title that that is a really good title and flesh (laughs) sorry guys we're taking a really long hiatus (laughs) we're freaking co-author a book oh god yeah. i'm down i'd be so down i've always had this um i used to do this with a friend in high school and i really oh, we should really i should really hit her up again because it was really cool we were writing this like ya it was very ya it was like high school romancy but we took turns every single week on a google doc and we got to like oh like 200 pages we were like we were going in mm, so like halfway she, she, would, she would write a chapter and then leave it and then i'd have to i'd have to like you know go off on the chapter yeah it was really cool it was spicy That's it got funny. really spicy yeah we did it like during our accounting class in high school yeah. <laughs> Like oh, accounting? What I took accounting in high school. Yeah, I, I was a business major in high school. Shut up. Ew. Yeah. Was there was nothing else in my high school. It was fashion. My dad's awake. Hi, dad. <laughs> it was fashion, engineering, computer science, or business. So tell me which one I was going to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I would have done fashion. I was so scared to like learn how to sew and then like not be able to do it i'd rather oh yeah see limiting that limiting limiting Limiting. young age on a happier note we're going to disneyland tomorrow i'm so excited for you (laughs) by the time this comes out we would already went to disneyland but um we're going to disneyland tomorrow so excited she hasn't been in forever Ever. i haven't been in a really long time um well, everything has changed <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm gonna assume everything has changed last time i went was like two or three years ago my cousin from nicaragua came and he proposed to his girlfriend at disneyland when mm-hmm. i went within a disneyland the last time i had gone i was like 13 so everything was completely like different mm-hmm. um but i haven't been since and i said this year that i wanted to go to disneyland for my birthday and we're going to disneyland for my birthday we're going but fuck early tomorrow i'm doing everything at disneyland at well i don't know yeah i'm doing everything at disneyland we'll get it done 
We'll get it done. We'll get it done. Are you getting new ears? I'm going to get new ears. Probably they have their Christmas merchandise out and I'm going next week for the Christmas party. Christmas party, yeah. Wait, so okay. I need merch. So I'm confused. Is it still um, Halloween decorations or is it me? No. Sorry, we're starting to put up the Christmas decorations now. Because their first day of Chris, like officially first day of celebrating Christmas is November 12th. That's next week. They have to put all the decorations up in a oh, week. Next week, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Very excited. Very excited. You'll see like half a Christmas tree. No, they probably have it up already. Probably. It's the biggest thing. I mean, yeah. Have the day after Halloween, the pumpkin was gone. So I was like, no, we ain't wasting no time. They took like, that shit down y'all. that night. <laughs> Mariah, Mariah, Carey, Mariah Carey posted a TikTok. We yeah. have to start now. When I saw that, I was like, this bitch. She knows what she's doing. You know, she right. Well, yeah, she's swimming in money right now, Maria. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So her and Michael Bublé. <laughs> Own Christmas. Yep. Own Christmas. Mariah Carey. What a stan. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. Disneyland. The only the only ride that I remember that I didn't enjoy was Space Mountain, but that's because I got off of it really dizzy and I almost fell. Okay. Yeah. It got faster. It did. It it's got it's gotten faster. It was so fast. And like yeah. you can't see anything. And it was no, we went when we went for our birthday, we got on it again for the first time in a long time. And when we got off, we were like, Oh, I didn't like that. Like, I don't, <laughs> it was going way too fast. I, I don't know where I'm going. I felt yeah. like we were going to freaking die or something. I, was I like, know. I don't like it. My anxiety was all through the roof. I was like, it's yeah. too dark in here. I, I can't like, oh, I don't like that. So yeah. cool. We not. can skip it if you want. See, this is the thing. Like, Melissa and I have passes. So we're like, okay, whatever they want to do, it's, yeah. it's their day. Uh, Trisha and Matt, so... We're just along for the ride. Or my my, my day. No, I'm just kidding. Day. Matt hasn't gone in like a long yeah. time either. It hasn't been there in a really long time. So it, yeah, it's both of our days. You know what I haven't done? I haven't done the like. Is it like the Tom Sawyer thing? Like that? that oh yeah, outfit. they changed the name. It's like a Pirates Cove now. Oh yeah, there we go. But, yeah, I haven't. I've never been there. I've never like gone there. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. It's like also a cute little island we walk around. Is it? It's the most shady. It's like the yeah, the most shadiest spot. What is that, that place, I think? What do you mean shadiest spot? Like shady. Like like trees. Okay. I thought you meant shady like, like shade. It's, it's creepy. I was like, what are you talking about? Well about maybe, but they they don't let anybody go there like at night or anything. So it's uh, not okay. Well, yeah, it's probably um is that restaurant in the Pirates of the Caribbean? Is that good? It's like actually, good. I haven't tried it. They no. changed their menu too, so it's like all Cajun. Um, kind of hard to get reservations. Oh, they my. might have a stand, like a walk up, but we'll, we'll have to figure check. it out. I do know that afterwards, I am so down to eat at the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> it's not there anymore. No. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> I was very sad when they took it out, but it hasn't Why? been there for quite some time. Oh my god! I know. My whole world is snatched. I know. Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> it hasn't been there for a long time. 
<laughs> oh my god what the fuck is there there now um <laughs> they still have that jazz kitchens this is downtown disney oh, right <laughs> yeah they took out okay fun fact we went to um, our prom was at the house of blues oh, yeah. in downtown disney hmm. the next year they tore it down damn and i'm like what the fuck but now it's a now it's a bowling alley <laughs> it's a luxury lane oh oh yeah okay they have a sephora <laughs> They do have a Sephora. I, okay, I do remember that. They have a Sephora. Yeah, restaurants, I mean. Oh my God, I can't. You know. Uh, I was so happy. I was like, we're going to leave this cafe. We're going to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, we're going tomorrow. I'm very excited. Oh, I, I have a question. What the fuck, like... What do you wear? <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm probably just going to wear a spirit jersey and leggings. Like, I go in leggings. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to chafe. I'm not trying to, <laughs> you know. Why well, wear pants? I mean, all my workout leggings that are, like, black or, or dirty. But I was saying more of, like, do you need, like, should I bring an extra sweater? You know, right? Like, you know, it's not mm. get that cold. You might want to. Well, we get closer to the beach when we're over there. That's true. So you might want a sweater. I'll, or you can just buy a sweater. I'll figure it out. Yeah. That's uh, usually my plan. My mom's like, you should bring a sweater. I was like, but what if I want to buy one? Yeah, that's true. That is true. What if I do buy uh, one? I don't know. Because I was going to wear like a cardigan. But I was like, I want to. Uh, and I have to look cardigan around. Yeah. I don't know. We just bring it. We bring a backpack too. Are you guys bring a backpack? I'm bringing like a little sling back, like the sling thingy. Um, sorry, I thought my mom was like calling me. Oh, I just wish you guys went when they had like Fantasmic and the. I mean, though, there's a fireworks show, but honestly, it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. It's like this new age. Oh, DJ techno oh, thing, and I'm like oh. not really into it. What? Oh, Matt's outside. Oh, he's, he's here. Do you want to bring him on? Okay, we're going to take a short break. Matthew's here. Hold on. I'm so excited to see him. I'm sorry, okay. you guys. It's not, it's not like... I know. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Goodbye. Okay. Okay, everybody, we're back after a very nice surprise. Matthew is here. Hey, hi, Matthew. Hi. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew, say hi. Hi, Matthew. Hey. Hi, Matthew. Yours are so cute. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Matthew's here. Can we bring him in tomorrow? Oh. What are you most excited about? Um, I don't know. Just, just seeing everything. I've only been there like twice in the last 20 years. I, I've, I went when I was like five and then eight and then like four years ago. So. Four years ago. Yeah, right before Woodbury oh, with my uh, family. That's true. That's also that's very true. So uh, just kind of, I don't know, just kind of actually seeing things because so obviously it was enough time to see everything. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you guys. I wish they had shows for you guys to see, but they oh don't. well. I feel like we're going in a good like off day where it shouldn't be like so so bad in terms of. It shouldn't. Like crowds, whatever, you know what I mean? I don't know. 
But um, yeah, I'm very excited. I I can't wait. I I like the Star Wars line, even though I'm like I don't know much about Star Wars. I don't know anything about Star Wars, but I like how it looks. It's like, so immersive. Even yeah. like there's these people. What are their names? Ordinary Adventures on YouTube. They they rate like everything right, and they love trash cans like because disney disney has a different trash can for each land right mm. and then they're like yeah mm. so it's like they're all the way down to the style of the trash. like it's so immersive and it's um, great like they they took their time fun fact my sister's boyfriend his dad is an imagineer for disney and he wasn't he was part of the team for star wars that's so cool. Yeah. Melissa wants to do that. She was like, that rock, I want to paint it <laughs> in concept art. But cool. <laughs> hi. <laughs> I hate you guys. Um, I do too. <laughs> I was never like this. Okay. I was like, I was really, I was hard. I was tough. I was tough. <laughs> <laughs> I had a big strong wall in front of me. Whoa, Whoa I'm getting balls from both sides over here. That's both of you. It's you. It's no boo. I'm scary. And then Marina's. <laughs> That's because you're like six two and I'm like five three. Okay. That's true. You're just a big. Oops. You're just a big person. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Well, folks, I I think I think that that wraps it up today, right? Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, especially today. Um, mm-hmm. This was a lot to unpack, but I'm really glad that we did this type of episode. It's just kind of necessary to just be human and just and not hold yeah. it against each other. Yeah, <laughs> not hold it against each other. Yeah, Marina. Like I said before, thank you for being my best friend. Thank you for doing this podcast. Thank you for trusting me with all of your feelings and your true self. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Trisha. I love you so much. I love you too. And we're fucking drunk at Disneyland. <laughs> There's one bar. <laughs> I don't. That's fine with me. When you're like, I'm gonna get drunk at Disneyland, and Melissa's like, "Whoops, she should have got a ticket for California Adventure because that's where the alcohol is." <laughs> Damn it. It's fine. I'm going to get drunk at that one bar at the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I also can't wait for Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm sorry. <laughs> Where are you from? No, I'm just sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna try to scare off the crocodile like I scared my ex-boyfriend. I love you. Right. It knocked that took me out. That I think I got a bad group when the last time I went on Jungle Cruise because nobody was really laughing. laughing. Uh, like, you guys have no humor. Yeah. Oh well, okay. Well, Marina, where can the people find us? On Spotify. Yeah. Every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Or whenever you decide to tune in. Oh yeah, well, whenever you decide to, you know, hop on the hop on the train. Apple Podcasts will be coming soon. Apple Podcasts is kind of a B, and it takes a little while to get approved, but we should be on Apple Podcasts probably by like the second episode. So yeah, and check us out on Instagram M and T. Figure it out, you'll find it. Um, and you can follow our personal Instagrams there on our 
podcast Instagram, and they're actually on the description in this podcast. So if you read the description, you'll find our personal Instagram. So you can stalk us and be friends with us and all that great stuff. See all the different ways how we uh, performance. What was it? Identity performance. performance. Identity performance. <laughs> we'll try not to do that anymore. We'll <laughs> At least we're conscious of it, right? Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> don't don't something. Yeah, don't give a shit for a Disneyland post coming out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to take all the pictures. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, guys. We have to start getting ready. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. I have to go. I have to prep for tomorrow. So many things to do. Long day tomorrow. Long day tomorrow. Gotta to sleep early. Not right. Oh yeah. No. No. Okay, folks. We'll talk to you guys. You'll hear from us uh next Wednesday. So mm-hmm. until then, goodbye. <laughs> Just coughed. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, y'all. Bye.